Yivamos, Perk Yud Aleph, Mishnah Dalit 11.4. And we have more of the babies getting mixed up. Um, here in our Mishnah, we're going to basically bring out the following point. That there's a bit of an asymmetry between the prohibitions of marrying your niece and marrying your aunt. While one is, yes, permitted to marry his niece and marry his brother's son's ex-wife, that's what we call her, or, or ex-niece, if you will. That's permitted. Um, but one may not marry his aunt, by which I mean one's father's brother's wife, even if they got divorced. Okay? So that being the case, we're going to have a setup where we're going to engineer two people getting mixed up, and we're not sure who essentially I'll call the uncle and who is who is the nephew. So here's the setup. You have a couple. We'll call them Yaakov and Leah. Okay? Now... Leah will be referred to in the missions sometimes as the Zakena, the old woman, because she has some children. Okay, so first of all, she has a son, Yehuda. And this son, Yehuda, has a wife. The wife is Tamar. And they have a child. Now, Yehuda and Tamar have a child. And also, Leah has another child. And those two children get mixed up. So, Leah brings the child home. She calls him... Reuven, and Tamar brings a child home. She calls him Zerach. Okay, so they have the two boys. We're not sure really, is Zerach really the uncle and Reuven the nephew, or is Reuven the uncle and Zerach the nephew? Okay? So, um, that's really our, our setup here. Now, both Reuven will have his brother Yehuda, who is the father of Zerach, and he'll have another brother, let's say, we'll call him, I don't know, Yosef. Okay? And then... Um, Zerach will also have a brother, we'll call him Peretz, so now we've got, you know, their brothers that are around to do Yibum. So we're going to point out, the mission will point out that because of the suffix, we don't know who's the uncle and who's the nephew between Reuven and Zerach, so therefore it's not the same rules regarding um, what, what um, the, I'll call it the, the younger Zerach's wife, or that generation, and the, and Reuven's wife. Okay, so here, let, there's actually two cases, we'll deal both with the case where the two boys that are Sveikos, Reuven and Zerach, die. And also then we'll discuss what do they do if they survive, but their brothers, you know, Yosef and Peretz, they die. Okay, so the mission says inside, Ha'isha, you have a woman, She'nis'arev vlada bevlad kalasa, that her child, her son, and the son of her daughter-in-law get mixed up. So again, here's the story. Leah, she's the Isha. And her Vlad, her son, gets mixed up with her daughter-in-law's son. So again, Leah had this son, Yehuda, and Yehuda has a wife, Tamar, and that's the Kala, and they have a child. So that child gets mixed up with Leah's child. So one is, like I said, the uncle, one is the nephew. Higdilu, if these two children grow up, so Reuven grew up in Leah's house, we're calling him Reuven. And Zerach grew up in Yehuda and Tamar's house, and we're calling him Zerach. But we're really not sure if Reuven is Reuven ben Leah or Reuven ben Tamar. And we're not sure if Zerach is Reuven ben Leah or Reuven ben Tamar. And then, Venasu Nashim, both Reuven and Zerach get married. Vemesu, and both Reuven and Zerach die childless. That means that their wives, we'll call Reuven's wife Reuvena, and we'll call Zerach's wives Zircha. Okay, so now these two women, Ruven and Zircha, both need to have Yibum done to them. Um, but we're not sure who it should be. 
Should it be Leah's other son, Yosef, we'll call him? Or should it be Tamar's other son, Peretz? And I'm referring to the women here, of course, don't forget it goes to the father, not the mother. But they have the same, both of the same mother and same father. It's not relevant here. Okay, so what happens? B'nei Hakala, the Tamar's son, we'll call him Peretz, who survived. So, Cholzen Velomiyabmin, he has to do Chalitza with both Ruvena and Zircha, because he's not sure. Either, um, let's, just focus on, let's just focus on Ruvena, for example. Ruvena, either that's really his aunt, right? Ruvena was raised by Leah, and Taka, let's say it was right, it was Leah's son. So therefore, Peretz's father, Yehuda, is brothers with Reuven. And that being the case, so Ruvena is his father's brother's wife, his aunt, which is which is an erva to him. So he can't he can't do yibum. But maybe really Reuven wasn't the son of Leah. Really, Reuven is the son of Tamar. And that being the case, Reuven and Peretz are really halachic brothers. In which case, there'd be a mitzvah of yibum. But since we don't know, so then he does chalitza to both of them, both to Ruvena and Zircha, and then, you know, both are free. On the other hand, as the Mishnah says, I should say, so B'nei HaKala, as for Peretz, Cholten V'lomiyabin, he does Chalitza, but not even with each of the two women, Ruvena and Zircha. Shehu Safek Eishes Achiv, because maybe each of those women are his brother's wife, in which case it would be appropriate to do Yibam, therefore he has to at least Chalitza, but Safek Eishes Achi Aviv, but also each one of them, each one of those women, are possibly his father's brother's wife, his aunt, which would be forbidden to him. So therefore, you do chalitza not yibum. As for B'nei HaZekena, as for the son of the old woman, Leah, we're calling him Yosef. So Yosef, O Cholten Omiyabmin, he can do chalitza or yibum with both Ruvena and Zircha, because Mamanavshach, it doesn't matter. So I should have said after the other one gets after they each get chalitza from from parrots. Because once they get chalitza from parrots, so then Maman of Shach, it doesn't matter. Either Ruvena is really his sister in law, Yosef's sister in law, and therefore the chalitza did nothing, but she's a Shemaris Yavam, but he she'll get Yibum proper through Yosef. Or really Ruvena was actually married to Reuven, who was the who was the halachic brother of Peretz, and now Peretz gave her chalitza. So she's a free agent, and she's marrying her uncle Yosef, or whatever, her ex-uncle Yosef, which is fine. Marrying her late husband's father's brother is permitted. Okay? That's why for each of them, Ocholten Ob Yabmin, Shu Safik Eishas Achiv, the two possibilities. Either it's she's really his late brother's wife, in which case it's Yibum, or Eishas Ben Achiv, or she's the wife of his brother's Son, which is not not an erva, a niece, not an erva. Now, if that's case one of the Mishnah, case two of the Mishnah is the same setup, but instead of the Reuven and Zerach, the mixed up boys dying, it's going to be Yosef and Peretz, the certain boys. And so Leah had a son, Yosef, he died, and Tamar had a son, Peretz, and he died. Okay, but but. Um, now, each of those, they each died childless, and they therefore need Yibam or Chalitza. Um, but these two boys, Reuven and Zerach, we're not sure who is the real brother-in-law and who is actually 
um, either a, either a nephew or an uncle in the cases of the two women respectively. So let's just say for argument's sake that you know um, Yosef was married to Yosefa and Peretz was married to Pirza and um, Yosef and Peretz died childless. So now both Yosefa and Pirza both need to have you know Chalitza at least um, or maybe Yibum whatever even more chalitza um and the two people who are going to do it are reuven and zerach but we're not sure if reuven is yosefa's real brother-in-law or if it's her nephew so therefore what happens says the mishnah mesu haksherim if two of the kosher brothers ksherim referring to the children who we know their identity for sure so it's yosef ben leah and peretz ben tamar those two guys die so Bnei HaTarovas, the two mixed-up guys, Zerach and Reuven, those two guys, Levnei HaZekena, with respect to the widow of the son of the old woman, meaning Yosefa, who was the who was the widow of Yosef, who's certainly the son of Leah, but she, so she's like the older one, I call her, like the aunt, if you will. So with respect to her, both Reuven and Zerach, Cholten v'lomiyabmin, both of them have to do chalitza bekantu yibum, because maybe Reuven was really Yosef's brother, in which case Yosef is really his yavama, and therefore would be a mitzvah. But maybe Yosef really is Yosef who died was really Zerach's father's brother, and therefore Yosefa really is his aunt, and he can't marry her. You can't marry your aunt. That's that's the your father's brother's wife is Isra. Karas, and therefore, uh, it's a Torah, and and therefore, um, yeah, it's a Karas. So, th- therefore, Zerach um, could never do Yibum, he can only do Chalitza. Since we don't know which is the real nephew, both do Chalitza. That's what the Mishnah says here, B'nei Tarovas, Levnei HaZekena, regarding Yosefa, the, the surviving daughter-in-law of the old woman Leah, Cholten v'lomiyabmin, both to chalitza but not to yibum, Shu safik eishas achiv, because maybe she really is Reuven's brother's, late brother's wife, but also ve'eishas achi aviv, or maybe she's really the uncle's, late uncle's wife. On the flip side, for the B'nai Kala, for the woman who was married to the son of Tamar, the daughter-in-law, meaning Peretz, who we know is Tamar's son, who's married to Pirza. So, Echad Cholitz Vechmiyabem, someone has to do Chalitza, either Reuven or Zerach, um, but then the other one can do Yibum. Why? Because, again, Mamanavshach, it's going to work out either way. If, let's say, let's say Zerach is going to marry Pirza, okay? So, first, Reuven gives her a Chalitza. Either Reuven really was her brother in law, in which case she's a free agent. Or Reuven was not related to her, whatever, not not relevant to the Yibam's equation, and therefore the Chalitza did nothing. But therefore, really, Pirza is waiting to do Chalitza, or Yibam, with Zerach. And he does Yibam, so it works out great. So either way, it's going to work out fine. So as long as first comes a Chalitza from the one of the two Tarovas, mixed up boys, the other one is allowed to do Yibam with with Tamar's daughter-in-law widow.